Hey everyone, my name's Kieran and welcome back to the One Upcast. So we're back again with Mr. Daniel Ferry. Back at it again, and for the second week in a row, you didn't introduce yourself. I didn't introduce myself again. So, uh, in fact, no, I, I said my name's Kieran. Oh, did you? And sorry, welcome sorry. to One Upcast. I actually remembered well, this week because I think I forgot oh, last bad. week. I think you were right, and I was like, you know what, I must remember. But that's all right. That's all right. So we're actually we're actually recording a day later than we usually do this week because there was a bit of an event. Did you watch said event? <laughs> we're going straight on it. We're getting straight on breaking <laughs> See, I, news. I knew you'd want any more breaking news. Breaking my goodness. news. We're getting straight on. No introductions. No 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 warm no up this week. About straight this time on. We're straight this is on. this is uh, fresh. It's fresh. Fresh and breaking like, news. You know when you know when you walk past a bakery in the morning and. Uh, you can smell that freshness, but like you go on and go, no, it's not ready. That's how fresh it is. <sighs> this is hot, so, hot, hot, just straight out the oven. This is, uh, Kieran hasn't watched the event. Um, so probably Kieran, you'd be best explain before I get on it. Why? And then I can basically, this show is me telling Kieran what happened. And then I, while the, I'm talking, Kieran can watch it on YouTube. <laughs> this is that you see. So we, we normally record, like on a Wednesday night and then it means that on Thursday we can put everything together and upload on a Friday which is great it gives us loads of time but this week it was like man we gotta do it you said to me we gotta do it on Thursday because there's a PlayStation event on so I was like right that's okay I'll, I'm not gonna watch it because I play Flesh and Blood on, on Tuesdays and Thursdays so I was like right I'll go down play my games come back I'll be fresh which means you'll get not only will you get the fresh news straight from Daniel but fresh. You'll, get, you'll get the fresh reactions as well from me, who has no idea what's going on. So, here we go. Yes. Breaking news. Breaking so news, So, going straight in. Some of this I'm going to glaze over. So, people are listening to this going, how come he hasn't gone on the depth of this? It's probably because I don't really have either never played it before or that's not my cup of tea. So, um, so Kier might be excited about a few things that I wouldn't be and vice versa. So, breaking news. First, so the PlayStation event... Um, they were teasing some big dick energy, Kieran. Yes. Uh, with their devs all week and their word and stuff. We are actually going to do a podcast this week, and the the topic was is PlayStation the batteries, which we will go on to probably in the next week's show. Um, uh, I because I have a question yeah. from a viewer that is probably going to be the topic of the week, which we'll get to later. In fact, but even so better, just... before we get on there, mm -hmm. if you have any feelings on whether or not you think PlayStation is the bad guy of modern gaming, make sure to drop us a wee tweet at Ferryman5000 yeah. or at Harry Atomic YT or go on Anchor and you can leave us a wee voice message. We can actually have your thoughts on the show. We can actually get people involved in the main topic. That was beautiful segue. Thank you very much. I was. Good. I thought to myself, I gotta introduce myself, and I gotta do my plugs at the start of the show as well as at the uh -huh. end. So that's me now. All my boxes are checked. Help me with that breaking news. <laughs> so breaking news. First title shown was Knights of the Old Republic remake. Oh, remastered, rejazzed, re re shiny. So I've never played it. So people a lot of people the on of the news feeds. Uh, a lot of people have been hyped about it. So if that's your shtick, happy days. The next game shown then was a game called Project Eve. Um, it looks very Bayonetta meets Vanquish, if you can recall Vanquish. Oh, that was that one where you uh, slid around all the time. You did like cool stunts and shot people. Yeah. That was so good, eh? with a female protagonist who's got the tightest trousers I've seen in a long, long She's time. On. She must have, my God, ridiculous. Uh, next game was Tiny Tina's Wonderland. So this is a Borderlands spinoff. I right now, if I thought um, Tiny Tina was a Borderlands character, there you go. 
So this is the best way I can describe it. It's High Potter meets Wizard of Oz meets Borderlands with guns. Yes. Um, they actually acknowledged it, saying, like Tiny Tina even said in the trailer, why do people have guns in fantasy lands? And she said, shut the fuck up. Well, so that, that is does the Borderlands look, response. It does look funny. Like, there's a big can of Coke as a waterfall, and then there's, like, marshmallows and Twinkies in the sky. It looks fun. Uh, going on, there was a Square Enix reveal then. Uh, now, I'll give you the name of it so you can look it up whilst I'm chatting. It's I, called Forspoken. It's coming out on spring 2022. Um, when I first watched the first 10 seconds, I thought it was kind of like one of these... Uh, What's you know, it like called? Telltale. Forspoken. Forspoken. F-O-R-S-P-U-K-E-N? Yeah. There you go. So I thought at the start it was kind of like one of these Telltale games. Um, so I was kind of like, yeah, But it you know, didn't grab me straight away. But then it opened up. My God, this looks fucking incredible. From my understanding, it is a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Um, they don't know about PC yet, but it seems to be exclusive at the moment. It looks fucking fantastic. Um, it looks very Final Fantasy. Um, so it looks very, very good. Graphically, it's Spoos, very Square Enix, that is going to be them, though, isn't it? Yeah, it, it looks... It's very mythological, meets... You know, open world gameplay. It looks, it looks fantastic. Next was Rainbow Six Extraction. Uh, May it's Rainbow Six with zombies. Uh, I think, zombies. I think zombies is coming back. Are we in a resurgence now of zombies? I mean, we had the we had the 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 resurgence of vampires for a while there, and where everything yeah. was like a vampire movie, and like vampires were cool and sexy, and everybody loved vampires. And I I, I think. For me, I think zombies came after vampires in, like, the sort of 2000s era, like, you know, cool sort of video game thing. So yeah. I think it is time for it to come back yeah, up uh, again. Uh, well, I mean, I'm, zombies, I'm happy. World at War, uh, and then called, you know, Black Ops, they had the zombies. I mean, yeah. there was, for two or three years there, every Christmas, I was playing zombies mm. relentlessly with my brawler. Um, and it just died off. So it's, it's good to see it come back. Um because you have Back for Blood now, and then now you have this Rainbow Six. I don't think Rainbow Six is going to do well, this extraction, because they've seemed to carve out their own weak corner in the multiplayer spot. Um, uh, but I can't see it that doing well with zombies. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. If it does well, it's good for the industry. So, yeah. So, Aye. next, more breaking news to get excited about. Breaking Alan news. Wake. Yes. Alan Wake remastered. Alan Wake remastered. There you go. Uh, that is coming to Xbox One and PS5. First time ever on a Sony platform. Have you ever played Alan Wake before? I played about two hours of it. And I said to myself, I'm going to come back and play this again. Because it seemed like the type of game I would enjoy. Like that type yeah. of like... And I, I might be getting this wrong. But that type of like... Almost like passive environmentally scary horror game. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, "That that looks class. I really enjoyed it." So yeah, and and I know that there was a whole bunch of fans and uh, of the game, like it was really well received, and it was like a Microsoft like gem in their in their crown for a while, and it took yeah. ages they develop or something as well, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like in development yeah. hell for a while, but it actually turned out to be good or something. No, it was very good, especially if it's a very niche statement here. But if you've ever read a Stephen King novel or two, there's a lot of nods to his creative works as well. So. No, it's a very, very good game. I, I wouldn't mind delving back on it. 
Um, it's strange that we get excited about remasters because uh, we spoke last week about Death Stranding being remade, and I was excited about that as well. Mm. I think this is the maybe maybe it's just me getting older when I have such limited gaming time. I want to know I'm having a good time when I have like an hour or two, so I'm going to play something that I like. So it's like going to a restaurant and uh, so getting the same thing every time. Here's the thing, right? Tash, uh-huh. Tash, this is going to be going off the beaten track a wee bit, but it's this podcast, so of course it is. Yeah. Tash, my partner, for anybody that's listening, Tash, like, explained something to me one time, and I was like, fuck, you're completely right. And it's this idea of, like, comfort games, comfort movies, comfort food. Yeah. You Like, so for me, I'll watch Scott Pilgrim any time that I sit down to Netflix. I'm like, oh, I want to watch Scott Pilgrim. I want to eat pizza. And I want to play Skyrim. And that's like my three comfort games. and mm-hmm. Or like three comfort things. And you can have many comfort games. Like Braid is a comfort game for me. So even though I've got like limited time, as you say, you want to know what's good. At the same time though, you want to sit down with something you're comfortable with. Do you know what I mean? You put on your, your you know, the slacks you've worn a hundred times because you know they're comfortable. You sit down and you yeah. play the game that you've played a hundred times before you know every single bit of it but it's it's comfortable it's nice it fits just like a nice pair of slacks do you know what i mean and ever since then i've been like am i in the mood for a comfort game tonight or am i in the mood for a new game tonight and it's actually made my gaming experience a lot better because i know if i sit down and i go i'm in the mood for a comfort game i won't feel bad about playing fallout 4 for the 10th time yeah but at the same time if i'm in the mood for something new then i'll purposefully steer away from comfort games now that i've identified what they are do you know what I mean? Right. I mean, I, I still eat pizza all the time, but for games, it's made games better. Uh, we'll, we'll touch on pizza later. Um, oh. We're getting this out of the way at the moment. But speaking of comfort games, um, I finished uh, Ghost of Tsushima there two days ago uh, on PS5. Fucking brilliant, brilliant, brilliant game. I actually took a break from it when it first came out. I, put, I clocked about 40 hours. And I just stopped playing it because me being a magpie, something else shiny came out and I just stopped playing it. Mm. So um, I put it up again there last week. I bought the expansion, um, just so it felt fresh and imported my save over from my PS4 up to my PS5. And <laughs> I think about, oh, I probably got an hour, you know, 15, 20 hours before I finished it. I was on the second last mission and I didn't even know. Jesus! So, oh, so you, so you had made it like most of the way there. I literally went right. There's a mission now. I did that mission within 20 minutes, and then this is like the first night I put it on, and the uh, second mission. Then I completed the game, cutscene, trailer, credits. That was all, and that was wow. <laughs> if only I had asked someone. If only someone, and I knew loads of people had played it. Um, if only I'd asked them here, I'm up to this point in the game. Someone would have told, no, I'll keep playing. But because I'm such a, oh, oh no spoilers. That's my own fault. But um, on the subject of comfort games, so I'm trying to stick to a role now, playing one game at a time, Yeah. which I am doing quite well in the past few weeks. Um, so Deathloop for PS5 is out this Tuesday, the 14th of September. Okay. So next week, I'll, t- I'll give you my impressions on that. Um, but because that's a single player campaign game, I want to focus on that from start to finish. And because I'm still off for another week, as of next week, I'm hoping I probably won't have a finish, but I, I can make a good dent on it. So by the time 
this podcast next week. I, I should be able to give you a good opinion on it, not a review, but you know, an early first impression. Um, but but I'm now in that kind of lull period now where I don't want to start anything now because I just know, just like Ghost of Tsushima, I'll start something, and then when Deathloop comes out, I'll stop playing it and I'll just get added to the backlog. Um, See, this is so hard. I'm kind of. In the comfort game mode, now, uh, that's what where... I'm saying. This is where comfort games come on now. You see, we can sit down so, and just play a wee bit of Skyrim or something. Yeah, well, so I literally I playing Breath of the Wild, run about in Breath of the Wild. I'm playing Zombie Army 4. It was free on PlayStation Plus about two months ago, and it's just zombies. You just shoot zombies, and we touched on zombies earlier and how it's making a resurgence. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just comfort games. I was even playing. Uh, Super Nintendo online class- classics on my Switch, believe it or not, as well. Right. So it's just playing a bunch of ROM. So I'm just killing time now to get Death Loops. So because Death Loop is, oh, I'm hyped, man. I'm hyped. hyped. I'm hyped. Ready for it? And I'm so hyped. So speaking of hype, breaking news, moving on to more hype. Jesus, so much. Oh, don't nowhere. Nowhere. When you say Jesus, how about this? GTA Five. <gasps> Again. Again. <laughs> Jesus. GTA 5 on the 5 5 on the 5 so, you actually brought up a really good point when we, we were driving at the weekend You said I this. need to tell people a story don't we Aye, you're going to have to right. you, you go you do it I'll do it right bear with us so we're going to have to explain this right so <laughs> when I worked in game many many moons ago in the town that I live in uh, there is basically it's I live in Derry. Derry is a city, but it's a city where everyone knows everybody. Yeah. And trends tend to catch on very quickly. Catchphrases and things like that tend to catch on very, very quickly. When GTA 5 was announced on the PS3 and 360, it very quickly uh, was called V. People just called it Derry. People just called it V. And then at the same time, the same year, FIFA 15 was coming out. And this is still a thing to this day in Derry where they don't call it FIFA 15 or FIFA 16 or 17, 18. They call it the number. Aye. So, so FIFA 15 is called 15. FIFA. So what are we on now? FIFA 22 is out now in September. They don't call it FIFA 22. They call it 22. Don't know why. I think it's just laziness. Cool, <laughs> Too many cool kid stuff and... we just don't understand. Yeah. So back then, you had in the same, you know, quarter you had fifteen and V. Are you playing along? Uh, right. I've got you so far. So V is GTA Five and fifteen is FIFA Fifteen. But then they threw it under the mix even more. Hmm. You had the PlayStation Four. You see where I'm going this? Yes. It's called 4. <laughs> and then you had the Xbox One. It was a funny time. And it was called 1. It's a funny time to be, to so, be, a, to be a dairy yeah, worker. So, yeah, so when I worked in game, people would come up to me and say, can I order, you know, like Minecraft on the 1 or Dishonored on the 4? Things like that. You got, you got used to, you know, the words, the lowdown, you're down with the kids. Right. So, I literally, one day I was standing at the towel, minding my own business, 
uh, wiping down the desk. The, de- the door opens. We ring the bell. We didn't have a door. I'm just giving you the fantasy. Uh, <laughs> guy comes on. I tap my hat to him. I say, good day, good sir. And he goes to me. He comes up to me stressed. Like he's perplexed. As if he's seen a ghost. He's, he, oh, he's had a tough day. It's like 9.30 in the morning. He's on first thing on a Monday morning. Something's wrong. He's either a return from the weekend. I don't know what it is. I was like, what's wrong? And he says to me, Daniel, because everybody knew my name. Daniel, go and help me. I don't know whether to order 15 for the one or V for the four. <laughs> and the, the thing that worried me more was I knew exactly what I meant. You just knew straight away, Raw, I so, got you. Because I've heard so, I've heard these kid lingos before. So that's where we're at. So but we're now V is on the V. V, v is on, on the, the five, sorry. V so on the five, are, oh, Jesus. So in an alternative universe, somewhere in a different dimension, I still work for a game. And somebody's walking into the shop now saying, can I order V in the five? And, you know, boggles my mind. But anyway, the trigger does, that does that mean you can buy that... V for the three, four, and five? It does. In fact, you so can buy v... v for the one, three, four, and five? So so they showed a trailer, and it looked the exact same. And I'm like, but you know, like, what even, else can you like, do? No, I, well, it's funny you should say that, because I can tell you exactly what you can do. This is very easy. Do a fucking expansion. Do like an extra 10 hours. Justify it for fuck's sake. I know. And it's just, it's, and you know what? It's a business and businesses are going to make money. And you know what? It's coming out in March of 2022. There's going to be better console availability. They're going to bundle that shit. And with PlayStation 5s, they're going to have a PlayStation 5 with a GTA in the box. And it's going to get heads turned. People are You're going to go, get oh, a GTA. shark card and all sorts of ways. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, because when they re-released it then on the 4, um, when it came out on the 3, he's following me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was no season pass. GTA 5, or GTA, I'm confusing myself now. GTA 5 hadn't launched online day one. Well, they did, but it was broken. But there was no season pass shark cards. But So when it came out for the 4, that's all we were selling. And it's crazy how, you know, we. If anybody who's listening to this worked in game, will probably be able to validate this. There was a shark card for one ninety nine, and uh, it cut out four hours gameplay because it got you a red car. And you kind of look at that as an angry thing, going, "Oh my god, I can't believe they're nickel and diamond like that." But we sold more one ninety nine cards in a fucking two week period than we had ever done. It was just insane. People were like. It's almost like you were doing them a favor when otherwise it should have been like, if anything, it should have put you off the game. Um, because I remember there was a PlayStation Plus game out last month called AO Tennis, a tennis game. Mm-hmm. And when it's a free PlayStation Plus game, I, I don't know, I just go, I fuck it, it's not cost me anything. I'll dabble, I'll stick me to Wonder Bond. And sometimes, like Zombie Island 4, I'm playing now, it's a fun game. And I'll play it for a wee while until Death Club comes out. It's your popcorn, you know, it's your snack game. It's something to keep but, you going um, for a wee night. The, the first thing AO Tennis did, once I booted up the game, it asked me what region I was from, and then it showed me a tutorial on how to use the game store and how to buy packs for a tennis game. Yep. So I literally, 
uninstalled it. I didn't even play a single match because I was just like, if that's what you're doing, I'm out. I'm 100% out. Um, because if I was on the other end of the tower and I walked up to the tower and buying GTA 5 and the, the shop assistant said to me, do you want uh, do you want £2 for the V? I'd be like, I'm out. <laughs> Why am I giving you £2? Why am I giving you 50 But Is that sometimes... This is... I mean... this is this we're not where the we're target at. audience anymore, unfortunately. Exactly, we're you know not. I mean? We're not down. We're not down with the kids. Okay. I uh, I find myself not getting down with the kids anymore. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting older. Maybe I'm becoming a grumpy old man. But did you see the Matrix trailer today? I did not, but I heard it was um, coming out. So I love the Matrix. Um, it was sort of know. like the the defining thing of like our our generation, really, wasn't yeah. it? But they, they released a trailer today, and again, the internet's like, oh my god, oh my god. And I, I watched the trailer, and I thought it just looked shit. Right. I, actually, like, can I pause you a second? Yeah. I, I'm only after punching coke all over my desk. <laughs> oh, keep that on. Keep it on. Oh, You've got to, to keep it on. Anyways, the Matrix, you were saying about the Matrix after I had maybe coke spelling So, so problem. Kieran spelled, <laughs> I told Kieran about the Matrix, and he spelled coke. So I just punched that's how the excited of coke he was. Everywhere. So I, I watched the trailer and I like the internet was having a meltdown and you know am I out of touch really? I, I, thought, I thought it looked shit. I actually thought it looked shit. I just just weren't a fan. Uh, I don't know. Like I think with the Matrix, it's been too long. Is that a thing? It's been oh, far I, too I... long. Um, it's like remaking the Goonies. I know that's longer, but so the Matrix, read... the Matrix existed. All right. Mm. For me, I think the Matrix was a, a product of its time. The, yeah. the whole oh, idea at the time when the Matrix came out was like computers everywhere. You know, we were, we, everybody was just getting on the internet, everything all connected. And do you know what I mean? It was like the cool cultural thing. Yeah. And so because of that, it captured that perfectly. Yeah. But now it doesn't really apply anymore. I mean, yes, you know, it's it's a cool sort of idea, the Matrix, blah, blah, blah. It pretty much popularized the long black trench coat amongst like the alternative crowds. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, again, and it, it was, was it was the technology of as well. You know, you had that it was a bullet time where you had the rotating camera and I it looked they, fantastic. Like they pioneered that for the film. Now the other thing is as well though is that are you gonna like what I was trying to say? If you were to turn around now and remake, like, give me a give me a classic movie that that you know defined another era, like Ferris Bueller. Yeah. If you. Could you remake Ferris Bueller nowadays and have it feel the same? Yeah, do you know like what I mean? To it, yeah, like you couldn't uh, do, you couldn't make a new Ferris Bueller's nowadays and have it and and like a remake. You could probably do like another film, but like a remake because yeah. it it captured something at the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And for me, that uh, the Matrix was that it was the perfect movie for the time it came out, but now it's not in that time anymore. I think the same rule applies to Blade Runner. They did a Blade Runner Runner there about two, two, three years ago for Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I, mean, I don't think I... there was, I don't think there was much fanfare whatsoever. I actually it. forgot it came out, and I thought yeah. whenever they announced it, I was like, "This is going to be nuclear." Uh, Ashley, nope. like she, she loved Blade Runner, the original, uh, and I, I still don't think she's watched the re, the the new one. I don't even know if it's a, re, I don't think it is a remake, but no, I don't it's think, a sequ- I think it's a sequel. I don't think there's any fucks given. Aye, um, they just, aye, it just sort of came and went and there was nothing really... Aye. But but if you watch the trailer, spoiler for anyone who doesn't want to know anything about it, but Keanu Reeves is... I know he's old because time has passed, but like when you when I say to you, Neo, 
is like sharp, clean cut. Got a short, crew military haircut. Aye. He looks like a hobo. Why do? Because he's on the matrix. Well, sure. He can look whatever way he wants. Exactly. So it's strange. It's strange. I, I, it just didn't resonate with me. And I, I was looking forward to the trailer because they did a tra- they did a teaser trailer for the trailer. It's weird timeline around. Um, but yeah, that is. I what mean, it I'll does. probably still watch it. But I'll also oh, so I it's um I'll, I'll temper my expectations. Yeah, I'm not, like if I'm wrong, I, I'll be the first one to admit I'm wrong. But I don't, mm. I just don't know. I think it's more of a cash cow than anything because I know Matrix Two and Three weren't really that well received, but it completed the story. So yeah. why why open it again? Is it going to be another trilogy? You know, I, I don't know. So do you, re- do you remember the cool phone that they had? Oh. They re-released that phone uh, last year. Just like that. So it is now available. It's I Four. think it's a Nokia 1060. Uh, I think it's something like that. So do you know who missed a trick? Do you know who should have sponsored that? Because you're because okay. because you're talking about fancy phone. Like at the time, everybody wanted to buy because you could buy phone cases that were like not just like a case like now with like your iPhone. It was like a shell. Like yeah. you would take the shell of the phone off and put a new shell on, and mm-hmm. all the dodgy market sellers that would you know sort of sell out of the back of their boots were selling like matrix phone cases, like you shells, because you could that. buy one and put it on your Nokia thirty two ten, and like and it would make that wee noise and slide down, and you'd be all beating me up, matrix Fuck, or whatever. You've accessed my archive there. Fuck, I remember that. I know. Bring takes you back, doesn't it? Now here's the yeah. thing. <laughs> Do you know who should have cashed in on this? And like, if I was if I was this company, I'd have just went, I'm I'm buying under this now. I want an ad made, Matrix style ad whole bit. The Samsung Galaxy Fold. Ah, right enough. Imagine, because right yeah. that's that same kind of like, you know, we form factor opens up kind of like, oh, we didn't think we'd have this in the future. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Have it have like a wee Matrix background and all. Yeah. Wee, yeah. wee green things. It spells out the Samsung logo. You could, you know what I mean? I, they missed a trick there. They must have tried. Who knows? Maybe it'll still be in it because maybe maybe, maybe it does. Maybe always... just really. Maybe it's a massive spoiler. And you just knew. Uh, sorry, spoiler, 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 spoiler. Breaking news! Breaking news! More we breaking bro- news for you. Uh, more. Oh Jesus! More. PS Five exclusive Ghost Wire Tokyo gameplay was shown. Right. Uh, it's a first person perspective and um, and look, yeah, well, doesn't it's really. A, sh- it's a game. It's a game. <laughs> it's a game. <laughs> I know nothing about it. Somebody out there going, it looks fucking amazing. That you I can like, spend yeah, money uh, on? Yeah, you get to the game. You can press buttons and clicky clicky. Purchase. And, yeah. The next game shown was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Um, so, again, I think I touched on this two weeks ago. It's after Avengers. Um, there's only so much I think, like these companies are kind of scared to kind of go down the road of like, you know, Streets of Rage, Brawley. Um, but watching Gar- the problem with Guardians of the Galaxy and even any Marvel IP, which we'll touch on on this uh, later on as we go on this, these characters are so well established now that if you're going to make a game, you're almost going to have to have them as the characters because automatically people are on the defense if it isn't that character so like for example as of this recording now humor me 
go and go to YouTube and type in Spider-Man trailer because last time I seen it there that, a few days ago, it was sitting at 60 million views. Right, Spider-Man. And that was for fucking a trailer. Trailer, homecoming so, trailer. Yeah, the well, the new the new one with oh, Doctor shit. Strange. So, uh, 60, 64 and a half million. So sixty four and a half, and that's for a trailer. So God knows, like, they're at least going to get fifty million people watching this movie easy, and then probably another fifty million million pirating the shit out of it. So, <laughs> so the show Guardians of the Galaxy, and straight away, people even messaged me going, "Oh, why is?" Grit not played by Van Diesel. Why is I don't know the characters' names? Gamora not played by the girl who plays Gamora. Gamora, yeah, and they don't look like them either. And so automatically, people are going to look at that and go, "No." So that's not my Captain America. That's not my yeah. Because sorry, I mean at the same time, there's a lot of kids buy these games as well. Yeah, and it you know. At, yeah, and kids kind of have a, they, right they, they, they have a fist in their mind. Yeah, do you know what I mean? They look at Robert Downey Jr. and they don't see Robert Downey Jr. They see Iron Man. Yeah, and so whenever they look on the TV and see that it's not Iron Man, it's like what? Like that's not uh, who's that? I uh, now the thing that got me was whenever I was over at and I'm really milking this, but whenever I was over at EGX before like <laughs> all the coronavirus <laughs> stuff happened, they had pre like a pre play thing for Marvel Avengers. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like sponsored by like Virgin Media or something. So they, yeah, you, they, yeah that's right because they were giving away free DLC as well. Because uh, I'm so I'm they Virgin Media out, and they they gave me a free beta code as well. Uh, they pulled out all the stops. They had a big booth. They had sofas with playable bits of the game. Blah 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 blah. I it it may as well have been a different game. I have no recollection if anything that I played at that was in the final game. It doesn't feel like it. And as far as I'm aware, a lot of the a lot of the images that I saw anyway, now it might be different, but a lot of the promotional images that I saw at the event was of Iron Man. And Iron Man's in a suit, so you can't see him. So if you know what I mean, it just whenever I saw Iron Man, you're like, oh, Iron Man, it's a, that's the suit, yada yada yada. I'll play the game, and then you're playing as Iron Man, so you're in the suit. But then whenever they did the reveal with all the other characters and they look completely different to their actor counterparts yeah do you know what i mean like iron man was sort of low-hanging fruit and i think that that sort of set people's expectations wrong i think i think um obviously with the success of the avengers movies and the marvel franchise as a whole they thought this this game avengers was going to print money yeah um because you have like when's when's the last time you've heard of a broadband provider getting in on a game Never. Do you know why? Because this is just, and this is just, I'm putting my tinfoil hat on here. I think they had the business plan for that game first and the game Mm -hmm. second. I think they went, I think they went, we have an Avengers, we have, we have the license to make an Avengers game. So what we're going to do is we're going to go and sell ad space or like the equivalent of ad space, like integrations to all our businesses. So you're, you're at, you're at Intel because I know Intel did stuff as well, and you know I work at the game studios that's making the Avengers game, and I land under you and I go, hey, if you pay us X amount of pounds, we'll give we'll make exclusive DLC for your company, and then you go, oh yeah. well, what game is it? What are you working on? And you're like the Avengers, 
Yeah. It doesn't matter. You could be my. It's like it doesn't matter about the gaming side of it. They're just going to go. Oh well, the Avengers is like, you know, the hottest movie franchise out. It's got merchandising billions out the ass. Of course, yeah. I want a slice of that pie, and they'll be like, "Yeah, I'll pay you eight figures or whatever yeah. it was." I'm just making that up, but like, I'll pay you X amount, whatever you're asking, to get a Captain America wearing like Intel colors. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like an Intel powered fucking Iron Man or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's all it was. So nowhere in that business transaction does a does gameplay come into it because that doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? That's the secondary I, part. As long I, as you see the logo and the Avengers beside one another, that's all that that's all they need. And I think like I actually completed the Avengers story. Like like the, the so the game was kind of split up in the two games. Obviously, what happened is it's I, I think the wrong studio made it. I mean, Square Enix makes some amazing games, but. Mm. It's not their wheelhouse, like it's not their wheelhouse. So, their campaign was brilliant. Anybody played the campaign, it was absolutely brilliant. But then it was like a six hour campaign, and the rest of it then was they kind of they're trying to go after the Destiny crowd where you had, um, you know, like your kind of like your you know, your loot grind. So, there'd be like eight set maps where you go on and do a raid or fight a boss or whatever. Uh, but this is how they made their money. So they had, an, so they advertised that everything was free to play, all this campaign, unlike other games where expansions were chargeable. But what they did is, you know, like you're familiar with the Battle Pass model, correct? Uh, you, you get rewards every so often. Yeah. And if you buy so the Battle Pass, you get better rewards. and blah, blah, blah. Yes. So they had a Battle Pass for eight quid for three months. Sounds fine on paper, and you get your skins and you get your challenges. However, they then had individual battle passes for each character, which was an other tenor. So if you so you brought the battle pass, and if you wanted to get all the skins for Captain America, Aye. you had to then buy the battle pass for Captain America. So what do you get for just buying the normal like eight pound one? You would get uh, random loot boxes, random assortments, you know, RNG. Like so, RNG so you just so, I, so you yep. just get like uh, just goodie bags every now and then. And you, but if you want to like if you want to work a character, you then have to yes. buy another battle yes. pass. Just Correct. how many characters are there? So many characters in the Avengers. Fuck, Fuck me. So I'd imagine. So not I. So so they're you, not. You just know. You just know. There's an algorithm on there. Let's just say you're grinding four, and you're really hoping for like a legendary hammer skin. Mm. Uh, you just know there's an algorithm on there from the loot box that the game will identify who you're playing as least and they'll give you a reward for that character so mm. that that's where we're at guys video games so I don't know. support and you know what I, I was about to say don't support shit like this but thankfully uh, I don't know why I say thankfully because devs have worked really hard in this but it's the publisher's greed um so this game has kind of tanked um so they're still supporting it in the hope of getting revenue back but we can't be supporting models like this i mean edos montreal made it they made the tomb raider games and tomb raider games are fantastic and that and i touched on the campaign bring being burdened because it was them that made it and they've never i don't think edos montreal have ever made a bad single player game so it's just a shame that uh, publishers, I understand you want to make money, but don't be bleeding your consumers out the ass because that's how you lose consumers. So, I mean, at the I end think... of the day as well, 
I mean, these things, even if you're not paying money, you're still expected yeah. they, they tune in every single day to get your daily rewards and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're being like not they go not they go too part of the people here, but like you're being conditioned. Yeah. They log on every day and then eventually yeah. then you get a sense of connection to it where you're like, Oh well I do this every single day. I must love it and then you put money on it yeah. and you go from there. But there are games that do things like that well yeah. which is okay. And there are games that do things that got really predatory. And the unfortunate thing is, it's sometimes very hard to tell the difference. I, I, I'm not one for it because, so I, I think it just goes back to like the way that I like to play games. Whenever I sit down to play something, if I'm like not quite in the mood or like if I'm not really like that, if I just want to sit down for a while, I, I, I go back to my comfort games like we were talking about like nine times out of ten. But to see the one time that I sit down and go right, I'm ready for a new experience. Yeah, I have to get lost on it. Like I have to have nothing pulling me out of the world, and to yeah. see a pop up that's all, "Hey, you got fourteen gems, and those gems are worth two hundred and eighty-one silver bucks, and then you can turn that, and the boxes they get free." I, like that just that pulls me right out of it. Yeah, yeah. Go to the yeah, no, go to the go to the store, go to the thing. I just it, I can't. I just can't. It just it turns me mind off like yeah. being in game mode and it just puts me into like shopping mode and whenever i'm shopping like buying random skins for my characters is not very high on my list and so it just yeah. put, it just puts me off so uh, anyone that's anyone that's like me it just it puts them off i know some other people probably have an easier time yet than i do but no nah, it's not for me at all this reminds me of the uh destiny 2 days um or mm. destiny 1 where you did the big loot grind in Destiny to get the Galahorn. Do you remember this? I remember hearing about it. I never I never did it, but... The Galahorn was like this really rare, really hard rocket launcher. Really powerful. So if you got it, it was really powerful. So Aye. like when um, Destiny have a forum, find my game. So if you're doing a raid, it was almost like it was essential. You had to have somebody in your raid to have the Galahorn. And to get the Galahorn, it was just basically free RNG and like grinding the hardest raid over and over and over again hoping for a drop and you come you kind of almost had that swagger mm. it was kind of like back in the day um when you unlock gold mario in the market when i say back in the day like four or five years ago so if, if you've seen somebody online with a galhorn they kind of like walked in the room it's like the guy who invented the usb when he walked into intel all the gears are screaming at him that's the inventor of the usb <laughs> <laughs> so like when you're on the tower somebody walks on their galhorn you're like yes Yes, and like, I'm with that guy. We're one it almost day. created that FOMO effect. Oh man, I need that. I need that. I want to be that cool guy. And then what did uh, Bungie do? Hmm? For their next expansion, pre-order fucking Black Magic expansion, whatever, and you get the did, Galahorn. Did you get it? Did you get it with a... Yeah, you got the Galahorn. As soon as you pre-ordered, they dropped it because straight away, you, as soon as you pre-ordered, you got the Galahorn straight away. So all of a sudden, overnight, everybody in the tower had a Galahorn. Aye. And and then it became it's just worthless. like and uh, just like you just ruined it. You just don't get it. You just don't get it. Oh, um. So sorry. Where were we? I just went on a tangent there. I I don't know. We we we've, we've been all over the place. We could probably so keep we, going we, for another ages on this tangent. Yeah, but we, so, we were you well, did well, give me some breaking news last time about well, yeah, uh, so Avengers. We talked. No, uh, no, it wasn't Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. So my point being is that I think the Avengers game is going to hit. Guardians of the Galaxy as well. That's my point. I think. Oh, I. 
people have been too burnt by this and they're going to look at that because it's made by not by Edis, it's made by it's been published by Square once again, and um, they're advertising this one that there's no season passes, no expansions. It's just a story. That's it. There's nothing. Once you finish it, that's it. Right. But again, I don't think people trust them. I don't. I, I right. don't know. Caught right. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna go down another Avengers path at the minute. Uh, now I would consider myself all right a pretty kind of geeky guy right so i always mm-hmm. have this tendency to be pulled into anything that's kind of remotely kind of nerdy or in that type of space and the avengers for me there was a time whenever it felt like we were in like the golden age of like avenger yeah. stuff around the time of like you know the all the thanos stuff and yeah. they were starting to integrate all the movies together you were watching the movies and like oh fuck boy that's a different character he's in this movie oh my god guardians are at the end of thor my god that's you know what i mean and it felt like you were in a golden age you felt like you could it felt like there was a surprise around every corner do you know what i mean yeah yeah. you were going you were sitting there and then you felt rewarded too because you were like i watched all the other films so i know all the other characters so when i see them pop up i feel like that's kind of for me a wee bit i'm like oh yes like i saw that like 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 I, i always say like the guardians of the galaxy at the end of thor and I watched Guardians of the Galaxy and enjoyed it. So, like, I, you know, I felt like I was being rewarded for being, like, a fan of the whole, like, yeah. franchise, if you know what I mean. And that felt, like, me, like it was the golden age when it was all coming together. And then they had the whole Thanos madness and all that. You know what I mean? They, they did the big Avengers, like, the culmination of the end of the Avengers sort of storyline, or at least the Thanos storyline. And it, it doesn't feel like we're there anymore. It feels like so, we're kind of past it now. And it, it, to me, anyway, as someone who was never like 100% dedicated to it, like I was the casual fan who just enjoyed like the nerdy side of it a wee bit. Yeah. And well, it just, it feels like we're kind of past it a wee bit now. It feels like Avengers just aren't that cool anymore. So it's very funny that you bring this up. I actually talked about this uh, to my wife there a few days ago. And I know... I'm in a very small minority and people are going to listen to this and go, you're insane. Um, but to me, the Avengers like campaign or timeline or movies or whatever ended with Endgame. To me, that Aye. was a done. That was a done. Now, I know I take issue <laughs> and it, right. it almost it frustrates the life out of me and it's one of those things like 12 hour clocks shouldn't bother me but we'll get on to that in a hard time. Oh yes. Um, but I, I hate how much it's been milked and squeezed and rinsed and like it's going to come to a point where it's going to be milked far far too dry. So since Endgame we've had WandaVision, we've had Loki, we've had Captain Falcon, Walter Soldier, we've had that Ten Rings movie, which I watched there. Now, I mean, my wife went out on a date night for the long, first time in a long time there the other night, and I actually really enjoyed it as a standalone movie. Um, I don't want to give any spoilers, but it was it was a solid seven slash eight out of ten. But what my gripe is is that if you're in that Marvel ecosystem, it's it's almost like you're brainwashed, where right. they can almost do no wrong. I mean, I watched the first episode of WandaVision. I don't know if you've watched it. Jesus Christ. It was never fucking, interested me. It was fucking diabolical. It's probably one of the worst pieces of television 
I've ever seen. But Just everybody who, everybody I've I've known has watched. I but you need to power through to get to episode four. What? Right. See, this uh, that, brings me back that, to what I was talking that, to you about. That doesn't make sense. 13. Why would I spend four hours of softening in the hope of it getting better? I see. I, I mentioned this about Final Fantasy Thirteen. I can't recommend a, a a piece of media to somebody that I have to be like, you have to get through the shite bit to get to the good bit. I haven't got the time. They invest. I yeah. need to know that it's like, and and that's not just to say that like everything has to be uh, the best from day one but you have to mm. at least show some kind of promise do you know what i mean strong yeah. setups strong medals satisfying I, endings do you know I, what i mean and I, I know you have to bother the story but but that I can actually, be good I actually, too. I actually want you to watch the first episode just to tell me that you hit me for recommending it was that, <laughs> it was that bad for um, the first time you're giving me an anti-recommendation a yeah, bad recommendation um, and but it just frustrates life. I mean, people are like, oh, you need to watch this. Then you need to watch this. And you need to watch this. And then you need to That's watch this. That's too much homework, eh? I'm like, why, why do I need to? 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 I, I don't have, like, I, I just don't get it. Like, I, I, it just frustrates me that there's, there's too much of an investment. Now, there's so much of an investment. Now it's actually turned me off the entire Marvel Universe. See, like, this is the problem. I'll, I'll, sorry to interrupt, but there, there, no, an example, Black Widow movie came out. Aye. That's on the summer. I've heard people are like, it's not that great, but you need to watch it because of... And I'm like, no, all I heard there, I, I don't. it's not that great. I don't need to watch it. But Aye. they're still like, homework. but you That's need all to watch it. It's just homework. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I, I just don't get it. I think... And I understand Disney's a multi-billion... Disney's going to own everything eventually, but... Mm. Take a fucking break. Take a break. Like, and I understand. I, I can't miss you if you never go away. So, I watched this. Uh, forgive me, I can't remember the name. It's Shang Long and the Ten Rings or whatever. Oh yeah. Uh, it's the new. It's the new Marvel Universe movie, and right. uh, th- this is not a spoiler by any stretch of imagination, but it w- it was a good film. It was a seven or eight. But people were coming out of the cinema, and again, maybe I'm not there kids. People were coming out of the cinema going, oh my God, this is my mind's blown. And I'm like, really? Really? I mean, I, I some get. Some people made their minds up before they went on. I, I get you want to love your. I mean, I'll give you an example Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters Aye. is my baby. At, oh. You know yourself. I, 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 you know, I know yourself I know. how much. Um, how much? When the female version came out, and it's nothing to do with the, it being females. It's. I remember seeing the trailer, the first thirty seconds, and I went, "Nope," and it didn't exist. But if I had the it, same mindset of a Marvel fan, I'd be like, has to "Oh, be the best thing I, ha- I has to be the best, and I have to go see it. And I have to be, endure the pain." Because it sets up the next one. But, you know, because I know once I come out of the cinema of the newest one, I will be judging it for what it is. And I, I, I hope to God, I, I love it and I hope. But, I don't know, people are just, I don't know, I just went on the tangent there about Marvel, but people just need to criticize. If something's bad for Marvel, just say no and don't watch it. You don't. And this is why they're mocking it, because they know everybody's going to watch it over and over and over and I understand you have to experiment and you have to try different things, but Jesus Christ, what I'm trying to say is don't watch WandaVision. 
<laughs> just leave just sack one device don't watch it <laughs> don't watch it unless you want if you have spare four hours brilliant more power to you but uh don't do it so uh we have <laughs> we're, we're 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 50 minutes in we got so much more to god's grow. so i need i'm going to shout out things and stop me if you're interested right so on the playstation show then it was vampire blood hunt which looks like a multiplayer game based on like vampire london 1886 okay. uh, it, it, it did look good it good it was third person perspective it looked good there's different classes and everything uh, i i don't know if it's uh, exclusive it looks like a multiplayer game it looked quite good then they showed a trailer for deathloop out this tuesday uh you need to watch a wee trailer for that because i think you'd enjoy it it looks like it'll be up your what's alley. it called deathloop it's made oh, Deathloop. Uh, it's made by Arcane yep. Studios of Dishonored, uh, an Xbox-owned studio, uh, mm-hmm. and a, a Deathloop is a PS5 exclusive, so there you go. Uh, the next game, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Tantica, uh, T-C-H-I-C-A. Um, imagine right. Rhyme. Remember Rhyme? Oh, I mean, I loved that. It was a great game. Uh, it looks like Rhyme meets Moana meets Breath of the Wild. Uh, oh. So much so, I think Nintendo are going to sue them because of the <laughs> the theme music. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it was like one waker. Ridiculous. Yeah, uh, very, I clearly heavily inspired. Next uh, was announced, a surprise one was uh, Uncharted 4 remastered for PlayStation 5 and PC. Oh, strange. Uh, and it also includes The Lost Legacy. I wrote here the Lost Lacey. That sounds ironic. Ooh, 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 um, lost Laces. <laughs> so that's for PS5 and PC. So you're getting your 4K and your 60 FPS because we all love those Espas. Need your fips. Um Then after that, Helm, Herman Hurst, uh, the head of the PlayStation version, came on screen and showed his big dick. And uh, <laughs> he was all, this is what we're working on a PlayStation show. So the first, <laughs> he's all, this is what we're doing. And he thought, he probably watched the first episode of WandaVision. I went, fuck this. Turn I'm on done. that camera and cut a promo with no trousers on. <laughs> um, so then he goes, this is what we're working on for the, for the vibe. <laughs> for the five. <laughs> for the five. Um, so black screen, Insomniac logo. Oh shit! Pans across the room. It's a broken bar, all messed up. Uh, and there's a guy sitting at the bar, but you want to see the back end. And one guy, like there's loads of guys lying, beating on the floor. And you know, they pan across. They go, oh, what's happened? And then one of the guy gets up. They dust himself down. They go fight your boy again. And it zooms up to his fist. And the adamantium claws come flying out. Ooh. Wolverine, PS5 exclusive. There you go. Just- just as we're talking about Marvel. <laughs> there you go. He... X-Men always felt kind of different though. Like, cause it wasn't really part of the universe. Yeah. It was its own thing. It's a matter of time though. It's a matter oh, of time. course. Of course. It's, said, it's, it's Disney. Disney will, they'll own the world. Yeah. So, uh, next they showed, Gra- uh, GT7. I was about to say Grand Tour. Was was GT7. And the, GT7. all the shiny cars. And all the Ooh. shiny beep beeps. And the car cars. And the brim brims. Wonder if they um, have my wee Nissan Leaf on it. I wonder if they have a four around the whole thing. <laughs> keep, a lump, keep a speed limit all. Stop. Charge. I wonder if they have a Ford car. Um, I remember when I bought my first first car. Uh, I know nothing about cars, 
uh, I always loved, I always fantasized one day, people were like me, oh man, what kind of car do you want? I wanted a Ford car. And when you got a Ford car, I was like, oh my God, I felt like Dream. I knew riding shotgun at the front with you and your Ford car. And to me, in my mind, it was amazing. Like, because everybody's, oh, you do want a Ford car, they're just a bubble. But I was just like, this is an amazing bubble. This is the bubble I, I want to I love it, it's my bubble. And, uh, but I remember passing my driving test and, uh, you know, you do the thing where you go on to like these buy and sell pages and you're looking at cars. And I was like, no, all these people are putting me off. I'm going to go to like a car, you know, like a retailer. Aye. And I'm going to go on and go on. Good day, good sir. Um, I want a car. Show and, me your uh, finest cast, please. Yep. Yeah. So the guy asks me, what kind of car do you want? Hmm. Or what? And I said to him, a red one. <laughs> <laughs> true story and he was why a red one as well because i passed my test on a red car and he literally it was like there's a couple of red cars there and then that the rest was history so that's you, you go. got a red car too i succeeded. got a red car the red car so i it was a citroen c3 so i wonder if that will be in gt7 i don't think it will because it was a 15 year old car but if it is day one i'm on that's that that's you got it to get your red I'll, car back if you put it, I hated going on the fifth gear. I never understood why that car in five gears because see, if you put up the fifth gear, it was like me <laughs> watching the episode of One Division. It's like, what the fuck is going on? It just on? noped out. Nope, I'm to be done. I'm finished. I know more. If there's a famous episode, and I know my wife's listening to this, if I have a fucking famous episode, do not watch that fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, next, uh, we have two more to go through and then. We go on to questions and topics. So next was Spider-Man 2. Oh. Mm, it looks good. Spider-Man first, 2. It, first it one had was good. Mad- I enjoyed the first yeah. one. Did you play Miles Morales? I didn't, know. You need to get some on that. It's fucking brilliant. I actually think it was better than Spider-Man. Did you? Oh, fuck. Well, yeah, I, it's, I it's a shorter campaign. One. It was very, very good. So Miles Morales and Spider-Man uh, is in it. And the protagonist is Venom. So, so it was just a cinematic trailer, but it looks very, very good. It's uh, scheduled for twenty twenty three. So, in other so words, we 20, in other words, twenty twenty four. Yep. Uh, so that's what that means. Um, so, and then the final trailer was God of War Ragnarok. Now, whilst I talk about this, you need to just have a quick glance of gameplay there on YouTube. So God of War Ragnarok is the sequel to God of War from the PS4. Uh, God of War on the PS4 was fucking phenomenal. They reinvented the franchise. Uh, took a risk because it, they had to because it was kind of gone stale with hacky hacky slashy slashy. But God of War on the PS4 was absolutely brilliant. But this one, oh, so visually, visually, visually pretty. Um, it continues the story. Uh of God, uh, Kratos, I was about to call him God of War, Kratos and his son. Uh, it looks something special. Again, they say it's next year, but, you know. You always add a year just mm, for, mm. Uh, for so, you know, game development? All in all, it uh, looks something special. Um, that was Sony's conference. A lot of big dick energy. Um, I was convinced that we were going to get a Metal Gear Solid 5, or sorry, Metal Gear Solid, sorry, on the 5. Hmm. Um, but it, it wasn't to be, which is unfortunate. But in a nutshell, in the next two years, and summary, on Xbox, we're getting Halo Infinite, Horizon 5, Hellblade 2, Redfall, Starfield, Fable, and Gear 6. And on PS5, we're getting Horizon, God of War, GT7, Spider-Man 2, 
Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo for second. Wolverine. Fucking games rock. Man. Jesus, that's yeah. a stacked year, hey? Jeez, when I put it all on my big list, it's like, uh, it's I know. Insane. It's a stacked, stacked year. So, 57 minutes, Kieran. How are you? <laughs> Gran, I'm watching this God of War trailer. That's fucking badass. It looks well, doesn't it? It looks well. It looks, um, it? it's very, very, very pretty. There, there it is looks uh, excellent. There's like a hunt there of open world to exploration, so it does look very uh, good. Um, so we had an eventful weekend, didn't we? We did have a very eventful weekend. We uh, we actually got to spend some time together and hung out and watched the wrestling. And uh, you opened Sainsbury's booster packs. They searched for Bell. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, uh, <laughs> the original plan was we were going to go down and we were going to uh, hang out. Do a bit for the podcast and then watch some wrestling. But we hanged out at, at, at and watched ice cream and then watched I, wrestling. I've put on so much weight. See, I don't uh, care. I am normally very, very active and very, very healthy during the week. But I'm on my holidays for the next two weeks. And I I went down to yours and I inhaled a 24-inch pizza with yourself. So good. I had ice cream and I had a fry and I've been eating shit since I come home. And I actually, I like it just before our conference there. Uh, my boy Ross hooked me up with a Domino's pizza uh, yes. for a pizza bet. So, and I fucking had that with ice cream and cookies. And oh, I'm just feeling so bloated. And no, um, I'm just writing this week off. I'm just fucking, I'll start on Monday, get back on it. Because as you know yourself, no diet starts on a Friday. Just no. fucking crack on it. So. I had an absolute fucking ball. I want to say to the people, Kieran and his missus had fucking treated me like a fucking member of royalty. I, they made me feel so welcome. I was actually got to leave them. I was so comfortable just to sit there, scratch myself, and just have a ball, play games, and chill out. Um, that AEW wrestling, man, was so, oh. so, so good. So, so good. It was like WrestleMania weekend. It was fantastic. It had a buzz date. It had the buzz back that we were looking for. Oh, you know definitely. I mean? That buzz it was missing. And then afterwards... Even the next day, it wasn't away. Like, I went on YouTube yeah. and started watching bits again. And yeah. you know what I mean? Trying to relove it again because it was so good. And, like, oh, man. It just, uh, it was so, As soon so as I good. got home, as soon as I got home, I downloaded it just to show Ash. And I was like, oh, look at this bit. Look at this bit. Look at this bit. Oh, so good. So, so good. I know. So, it was great. It was great to meet, uh, meet you face-to-face in person again. Because people might know we're not actually in the same room doing this podcast. Because some people don't know that. I know uh, we're people, we're at we're at opposite like sides of, of, the, of the north. Uh, we're at, at so I I moved away years ago now, and uh, and the podcast started I think as a way of us kind of like reconnecting and like doing something again, and it's it's been that again. Yeah. Now, which is nice, but and so it was nice to have you back down again, and I think that I think that it it only made sense to sit and think like oh if you're down you know, we'll do something, you know, to do with the podcast because it's something we do remotely, so we may as well do it more in person. But yeah. at the same time, it was it was nice to just be like, do you want to just hang out? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just enjoy yeah. just fucking sitting and eating shit and watching wrestling and just, oh. do you know what I mean? Uh, especially eating shit. I know, oh my goodness. Mate. Oh. We're still working through that. We're still working through all, like, oh, some I, of the shit that was yeah. left in the house. So uh, we're yeah, done so, here now, I'm going to go in and, and just eat more and watch Doctor Who or something because we're working through that again. For context, uh, Kieran and his partner are vegan. And uh, before I went down, I was all happy because they're putting me up this weekend. I want to buy them a wee present for the house. Um, 
so my original plan was to go to like Tesco's or Marks and Spencer's or Fortin's and get like vegan chocolates or vegan treats. And uh, so I went to Fortin's and they didn't have anything. I, I went to Marks and Spencer's and again, argue with me, who took me to the gluten-free aisle and she told me gluten-free is vegan, to which I argued it wasn't. And then when I left, I Googled it and it still didn't get a definitive answer. I rang my okay. wife and she was like, no, it's not vegan. It's no. Nope. So my wife t- put me on to a website called Accident- Accidental Vegan. And it's basically a list of stuff that you can buy in any grocery store that is vegan friendly. So I landed down to Kieran's with a concoction of fucking party rings, Pringles, Biscoff. Oreos. Well, Oreos. Oreos. <laughs> them Biscoff's amazing as well. Jesus, <laughs> man. They opened my eyes. Uh, is that your first Biscoff's? Aye. Oh, oh so good. man. Perfect with a cup of tea. So, uh, ra- random, like, literally at Tesco's grocery bag, I literally walked down and went, didn't know what to get you, so I got you shite. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so, more than happy. I was like, yep, that's, that's and, and I was all, and then I bought Tash flowers. The third girl, I wanted to buy flowers. Oh. So, well, they're still, they're still in our, they're still in they're our, still, our they're still, bl- they're still blooming. Um, but we need to get people's opinion on this podcast of Bell. I so this was a divisive topic with uh-huh. you and ev- everybody yeah. that you met. Yeah. I have beef with Belle. Disney's Belle. I have beef with her. Like Beauty and the Beast people, Belle? People are like, oh, what do you think of Belle from Beauty and the Beast? And they're like, yeah, oh, she's so pretty. She's so nice. She's a fucking bastard. Shite. And, I, and I'll tell you why. She probably loves WandaVision too. I know she does. She's on it. <laughs> she told you. <laughs> she told you. Her and the Beast's on it. Belle was after the deeds. Simple as that. It's just wanted Sample. to pay out. So, <laughs> and Gaston wasn't the villain. No. He ca- so, no, he kicked. I mean, so it was ca- a wee so bit rough Kieran, on the edges. I, ca- I, I kick your door now and go, Kieran, lad, your ma has been kidnapped by a wolf in a castle up a street. And he's saying it, you're, she's not getting out. And he's got this magic mirror and he keeps howling at the moon. You're not going to sit there and go, hey, lad, you're a bad guy. I'm not listening to you. You're oh, going no, to don't be at that. Hey, he might have uh, feelings, hey. He <laughs> might want to dance in the big ballroom. Hey, never know. Calm down, hey. Man's just... Man's, man's, man's worried about his deeds, like. So, like, the man was not a villain. You know, he was, he was a prick, but he wasn't a villain. He wasn't... I, like, I mean, it's not illegal to be an asshole. You know what I mean? mean? You're allowed to be like, a dick. Do you ever watch Wreck-It Ralph? Aye. Remember Zangief went, just because you're a bad guy doesn't make you a bad guy. So that's Disney canon then? Exactly. That that came... that, that, that came straight from Zangief in a Disney movie. Yep. He's so, a Capcom so... character. Aye. He's Street so... Fighter V. Hey, Street Fighter V. <laughs> v. V for the super. <laughs> but like, here's the thing. So Gaston then, clearly, he's, he might be a bad guy, but it doesn't make him a bad guy. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Exactly. So, so people need to park them expectations. Do you know what I mean? This is yeah. the modern day now. Like, you know, you need to think modern. So he lands up, Ben, and he kicks his ass. So I'm right. saving, I'm saving you. Candlesticks are trying to set him on fire and all. We cups yep. are fucking yep. smashing all over the place and all. Witchcraft, black magic. I know, big, uh, big. I mean, now let's face it too. Imagine you walked into a house, all right? Now again, you come <laughs> to my door, you kick a door in. Hey, big wolf man, kicking their boy's ass. Style your man, and I'm like, fuck, we need to sort this out. Like, so you you grab your pitchfork because you're brave, right? And you go, man, I'll get I'll get the lads together now. We'll go up and we'll bit the fuck on him. And I'm all right, that's all right. 
So we land up, and then you you lead the charge. You go in because you're brave, right? And then you get attacked by a wardrobe. <laughs> like that that would kind of put me off a wee bit. I'd be like, right, Aye. there's something here. Because if you open the door and it was just wolves or people or something, you'd be like, right, let's fight. But if you open the door and there's a wee candlestick trying to set you on fire, and he sounds like a French guy. You'd be a wee bit taken aback. Do you know what I mean? You might you would. your first reaction might not be to rush in and fight him because how do you kill a wardrobe? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> There's more to worry about, but that that it stopped cast on. Nah, straight on. He done blank. He went fuck off. And what on a minute? He's, what he's on a minute? What do you know what I mean? Demon? It, it sh- shoddy workmanship. That's what done him in. So not only, not only was the beast had his ass kicked. He knew not even when I start. Get his ass kicked by Gaston, who fought fucking wardrobes and teacups to get right up them. He stood on the edge, and he was, "Oh, it's me now, bitchy. I'm gonna get that ma back. Everything's fine." But little did he know that the. The, the beast doesn't pay his contractors so they don't finish jobs properly. You know what I mean? That's the only reason the well, beast's an asshole. To, to be fair, they probably got turned on by a fucking, I don't know, a sofa or probably, something. Aye, I know. Aye. It's like, oh, no, look, now he's, that boy's a fucking monitor stand. Do you know what I mean? So, how do you, how do you get... All, why is my bedroom painted and there's a fucking window cell going... Sorry, I turned the boys on a bunch of knives and forks. Aye. Sorry about that. I needed some cutlery. So I turned all the contractors on it. Did they ever finish that balcony? No, it's all right. Sure, nobody's ever going to stand at the edge of the balcony. Except fucking Gaston that one night whenever he fought him. And then all of a sudden then, shoddy workmanship done him in. And then everybody's all, oh, I suppose the beast's all right now. Cause, because what, are, what else are you going to say to somebody that can, one, transform into a fucking beast, and two, can turn their mitts at the fucking doors? <laughs> I'll be. I'd be putting him over. I'd be cutting promos for him. I'd be all, "Hey, he's not that bad, as long as he doesn't turn me into a light switch." Do you know what I mean? That movie was all over the place. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh fuck! I so in a nutshell, <laughs> Belle knew what she was at. She she thought, Aye. right, all I have to do is lead this boy on down the garden path. He's clearly wanting a piece of me, but he's a fucking horse. I'm not going. I'm not going to go with a horse. So and plus I'll, he's got that uh, somebody he's got that that rose thing too, and as soon as that waltz, he's, somebody he's, don't, somebody don't wired up saying just fucking go in, be grand, you know what I mean? So fucking he he gets stabbed and he's dying, and then ironically she was like, oh you're dead now, fuck. Maybe okay. we should get married now, you know, because then I'll get <laughs> that inheritance. You, like I love you so you do, and then oh she said it too early because she thought she was on there, she thought she was going to get the house and the bereavement, you know, on the wall. But imagine, no. imagine, you know, he transformed at the end. Spoiler for anyone who's watching. Spoilers, Beauty and the Beast spoilers. <laughs> who would have thought? People are shitting on this, for example. So we're going, oh, they're going to be talking about that fresh breaking news. And we're oh my God, PlayStation and AEW CM Punk was on last week. There's no way they'll talk about anything other than CM Punk. Fucking Bell. <laughs> <laughs> talk about him every other breath except the fucking one time where we're supposed to talk about him. So, like, what a, um, like remember he transformed at the end and he like this dead attractive fucking man and he's like what if he and she she looked at him like oh it is you and she's obviously relieved thinking thank god i just get i gotta like, dodge the bullet there like i got to go with this handsome wealthy young prince what if he was boggling looking 
What if he transformed into like Cosimodo or something? Yeah. Or what if he, he transferred into a fucking, I don't know, like a testicle? I mean, she was on it for the deeds before. She, she was, was on it again, for like... the fucking deeds. There was never that... a uh, Beauty and the Beast 2. Because well, fucking it doesn't need to be. Because she, <laughs> she loved that play. That's it. She, she got, got that. Fat. She got she fat. On, lay, that's it. She house. got fat, lazy. She <laughs> lay around in the fucking, what do you call it? She lay around in the library, taking books out. Aye. So, and then I come Wrecking home the, the weekend. I come home the weekend and my wife is all here, ordered Halloween costumes for the girls. And uh, here's this one uh, that I ordered for the youngest one. And it's a bell costume. And I'm like, fuck's sake. You sent me a picture. You were just all, hey. You need you to see care. this. Um, my family's plotting against me to run it for the deeds. <laughs> so, move it on. Aye, anyways. On so, we have a question this week from yes. uh, our friend, a good listener of the show, Joe. Joe writes in, and I know you touched it on the front, uh, front, but we're going to jump on a date as well. So, Joe writes in via Twitter, just like you can, but we really want you guys to send us a message via the Anchor app so you can actually be on the show. It'd be up. great to have it. But again, Ferryman5000 or Harry Atomic YT, That's you can up. send us a wee PM there if you want, but please, 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 we'd love Anchor app. We'd love to get you on the show. So Joe asked a question for the one-up cast. Um, so it'd be good to hear your perspective on it as well. It involves mm-hmm. parenting as well. So yes, lads, glad you're back. Keep up the great content. Makes working from home far more more enjoyable. Cheers for that show. As a gamer and a parent, uh, sorry, as a gamer and a parent of, of a gamer, I'm constantly checking what my kids are playing and who with. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm in the major minority. Do parents care less about what content their kids are exposed to, and are games seen as toys for kids? Right. So. That's a that's a really interesting point because I think that being being a gamer who's the parent of a gamer will obviously leave you more in tune to what's going on. Yeah. Because you know, obviously you'll know about the releases, you'll know about the series, you'll know what's you know that because not all games that are rated the same are the same either. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I think it's I think it's a weird one. I think like See, again, I'm not a parent, so yeah. I just kind of go ahead and just play whatever I want and don't really think about it. But at the same time, it's very jarring whenever you're playing a game and it's like an 18 or something. And then all of a sudden you hear like some 12 year old that's chatting to you. Yeah. And it's a bit strange. And like for me, the scariest part. Did you not I get banned think... for Did you not get banned from Xbox during Left 4 Dead with a kid? I, I did. I was a fuck. You fucking reminded me. I was playing Left 4 Dead every, every fucking hour of every day. I played that game. I loved it to death. And I was online. And I... no, I was a bit more hot-headed then than I was now. <laughs> but still. And I was online. You just came I, off an episode of WandaVision. That's understandable. That's it, of course. I, I, it was fucking terrible. So I I sat and I was playing a game. And we were we were doing we were doing pretty badly. And it was it was our own fault, but sometimes that makes you more annoyed. So everybody on the team was really annoyed, and we were all effing and blinding, and fucking all our team are fucking wankers. And Jesus, I can't believe I fucked that up. That's terrible, there. Blah blah. blah right. So tensions are hot, but we're we're sort of angry at ourselves. And we'd been playing for a while, like as a team, 
which is alright, but it was on, no way sometimes you're in a team, but only like two people or three people are chatting. Yeah. So that's the way it, that's the way it was, and there was another person on the team who wasn't talking. And then this voice comes on, and it's it's a woman's voice, and she's like, could you stop swearing? And I was sitting, and I was like, oh, sorry, as uh, like, is, am I bothering you? Like, what's going on? Because I was like, this sounds wild, kind of out of place. Yeah. And then she was like, my son's playing this game. And like, he obviously had the voice chat on through the speakers. No, you, you could put voice chat on for the speakers. Yeah. And I asked, I was all, what age is your, what age is your fucking Wayne? Like, and she said like 12 or something, 11 or 12. And yeah. I was like, it's yeah. an 18 game. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. it's an 18 game. I'm here, an adult, talking to other adults yeah. on a game that has been rated only for adults. I would like to think that that's a space that if I'm allowed to drop a wee F-bomb every now and then that I'm all right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And if somebody was to turn around to me and go, hey, I'm not well for swearing, I'd probably try and rein it on a wee bit. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, that's that's the space. That's the expectation. So I think... And then eventually then I got reported to Xbox Live and got a ban for like 48 hours to cool down. So, you know, yeah. I, earned, I earned my stripes there. But like, whenever it comes... Like, that's the bit that scares me the most is the online interactions because if kids are playing on like GTA online or something. Again, that's that's an I, I don't want to say I'll say grown up because that's probably nicer than saying adult, but like yeah. it's a grown up space for grown ups. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And and it's been rated for grown ups. So whenever you're on there you expect they have grown up interactions. And at yeah. the same time, if somebody's crying like a big fucking Wayne or something like that there, you'll you'll turn around and be like, go and grow up because you know that yeah. again it's it's a grown up space. Yeah. And that's the scary bit for me because again, it's your kid interacting with grown ups in a grown up space, which is strange if you're not, yeah. if you're not like privy to what's going on. And I don't know, maybe at the same time, at the same time that we grew up in a very different kind of setting and a very different generation, do you know what I mean? Like we had probably very little opportunities to interact with adults in a in an environment that wasn't controlled by our parents. Yeah, we would have played games with your friends in person because it wasn't on the internet even if you were going on the internet you know it was the internet in its infancy we were probably just you know fucking playing neopets or something no there yeah. wasn't really it wasn't really the same as it is now yeah and so that's that's kind of what gets me that that would be like the, the scariest part but again you're, you're talking about people not caring as well and that that's really true but again i think it's just people that aren't in that space and dare i say it some people that expect they like buy an item that'll parent their kid for them yeah and so like like there was times whenever i was i was in a store right because i worked on a few game stores as well i'm sure you've had these experiences where like gta will come out v will come out like Mm -hmm. and some parent will come on and they'll be like oh i want to buy gta and you'll be like right that's all right you'll see their way with them and you'll be like right (laughs) is that is that for you or and they're oh no it's for the wee man and you're like, right, well, I can't sell that to you because it's an 18 game. Oh, I'm not sure all these friends are playing it. Yeah. And then you're like, well, one, it's I a, can't a, because it's, I'll it's get a, fined. It's the playground mentality. Aye. But then at the same time, I understand where you're coming from because it, no, some people just get really angry. Oh, I say, I say it's all right for him to play it. And you're like, well, it doesn't fucking matter. Stop shouting at me. If you shout at me, you actually make me want to help you less. Yeah. But, if some people turn around and be like, aye, but all his friends are playing it, so, you know, it's all right. Mm. Then, and you know, and then you're like, well, fuck, that's a wild hard position for you to be in. Mm-hmm. Because if you say no, 
and your Wayne goes back into the playground, as you say, or like out with her friends, and they're all chatting about GTA, and they're sitting there talking about games that you bought that's properly related for them, then, you know, you're putting your Wayne at a social disadvantage at a time whenever everybody's forming social bonds and learning how to act socially around one another. Yeah. Like, I don't know, but I, I don't... See, I'm starting <clears throat> to get really existential, and I don't know if I could deal with that. Like, that's a what so, not. What's your perspective? You I, are a parent. So, so I am a parent, and uh, I can relate where Joe's coming from. Um, I think with Joe, and he probably has the same mindset as me, working in that kind of environment, because I know Joe worked in a game environment before as well, where you do see the ugly side of it, where, as you say, you have people coming on to buy GTA or Call of Duty, and they don't care. <clears throat> and unfortunately, I think he's right in this question when he asks... Uh, as a gamer and a parent of a gamer, I'm constantly checking what my kids are playing. Not a lot of people do that. And as you say, they almost want the content to parent the child themselves. It keeps them quiet effectively. Um, right. <clears throat> so, you know, I've had instances and, in, you know, where a parent has come on for GTA and, you know, we warn them, listen, this is an 18 rated game. Um, we have to tell you that there's full frontal nudity in it. Um, it's, you know, you know, I, I, I give American, the rundown, and uh, I've had people verbatim saying, saying to me, "He's seen worse in the house." Um, there is <laughs> what does that say, like? Yeah. So, but again, and at the same time, I think we're only seeing the ugly side of it. I I do genuinely hand and heart believe people are more media savvy now, as you know, you know, as they caught on older, they're kind of catching on what kind of content their people are playing and what kind of interactions they're having with people online. Um, like I, I'm caught. Like my daughter's at the age now; she's approaching six, and she's uh, at that age now where she wants to play the tablet. And even things with me, where obviously we like we let her use the YouTube Kids app, so it's all moderated. Um, YouTube YouTube do a good job of keeping inappropriate content out of it. They just don't have to do a very good job of keeping things out with like a different language. Yeah. So it's kind of frustrating. Um, but there's also things where I'm constantly watching, like even though a game is child appropriate. So there, there for example, there's this uh, Peppa Pig hospital game that she wanted me to download their dollar day, and it was free, and that's all that's grand. But every thirty seconds there was an ad, and she was forced to watch this ad, or she had to buy like these Peppa coins to skip the ad and you only got so many Peppa coins a day to skip the ads and then you can buy more coins to buy more skips and uh like she she understands how to navigate through a tablet but she doesn't understand you know that i have to buy coins and you know at one point she even said could you not just buy more and you know and again this is where again working in an environment you do see it's not even non-appropriate content. It's content like that where, you know, if I had my card linked to that tablet, she could have went bye, 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 bye. And I could have been flushed out. I mean, I, and I have seen it happen before in the past where parents have come on to me saying, you know, my kid has brought £200 worth of V-Bucks. What do I do? You know, things like Aye. that. So, you know, there is that protection layer, layer then because you're not teaching your child the value of money and because these games make it so appeal, appealing they, uh, am I making sense um, I, I know I know what you mean it's it's the lessons that they're that they're being taught yes yeah like uh, whenever they're going through it they're being taught that you just you know if you're annoyed money just makes the problem yeah. go away 
and that and that money isn't because whenever whenever we were growing up at least well at least the way i was always taught with money is that money is something that has a purpose it's a tool do you know what I mean? And you use it like if you want to, you know, upgrade something, if you want to buy something, if you want to get something, even if it's for recreation. Yeah. There's, you know, there's there's value that you weigh up. You turn yeah. around and go, is that worth X amount? Is that not yeah. worth X amount? Do you know what I mean? So like, for yeah. example, just to tie it back, like I play like trading card games all mm-hmm. time. Like I, I go on about Flesh and Blood all the time. There's cards in that game that are like £150 for That's one crazy. card. It's crazy, and it's it? insane. It's nuts. All right. Now, if you're lucky, I you can pull one from a pack. If not, you can turn around and go. Well, it'll take me X amount of packs, and I might not even get it. So I'll just go buy the card. Do you know what I mean? But, and this is this is one not to sidetrack too much away from the question. But if you look at it from a value proposition, all right, yeah. one card that you'll play for 10, 15, 20 years if the game lasts that long. Yeah. And you'll play it in a variety of scenarios and it yeah. will give you it'll give you an effect that is worth the price. Like it's worth that price because it does something that's good or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so then people justify it and go, Okay, well, with all of those value propositions on the table, mm-hmm. maybe I wouldn't mind putting away a couple of pounds every month and then eventually grabbing myself one. Yeah, and then yeah. away you go and, and that's you. Because you've weighed up that value in your head. However, yeah. now I see the difference as being I'm going to annoy you and I'm going to create a problem and then sell you the solution to the problem. Yeah. So ads are on the screen all the time. Developers put the ads on. And mm-hmm. I understand you do it as a monetary method, but we've been monetizing fucking games as long as there have been games and that was never a problem. Yeah. You know, it's just a new way of monetizing. But now mm-hmm. it's not that you turn around and go, the value is xyz and the uh, the money seems right for the value to mm-hmm. me anyway it's that they're turning around and going this problem exists and if i throw money at the problem it goes away yeah and i think i think that that is going to cause big problems in the future when it comes to like what people are being taught about money what kids are being taught about money through games yeah because because as, as you say you know kids will just turn around and be like i'll just buy more v bucks it's fine you know, or yeah. I'll just buy more blah blah because you don't see the money leaving. Like yeah. remember whenever you were younger and you got like a fucking tenner or something? Yeah. And you were like, Jesus, and you looked at it and you fucking and everybody knew what the note said and all about promising the bear on demand the sum of X pounds and all. Yeah. yeah. Because you were buzzed with a sweet note that was yours, then whenever you were you were parting with, they buy like a game or something because maybe you saved up more pocket money, you were like fucking felt it like because that was your yeah. note that you exactly. were giving away to get this thing and there's something magical about a fiver wasn't there? there's just something magical about that a was great note. and i know that i you know it's probably worth different amounts now or whatever but at the same time like that money that you were given you were like oh yes that's that's fucking class like and you took it to the shop or the up a town or you got whatever you were getting and you felt like you were giving away something of value to get something of equal or greater value because value subjective do you know what mm-hmm. i mean so the item might mean more to you than the money, and then to the other person, the money might mean more than the item. So it is a situation where both parties benefit. Yeah. However, whenever you're automatically putting this fucking getting the economics now, but like if you have like ads and stuff in games like that that are going all the time, then the kids that are playing it, they're not. They don't have something of. What I'm trying to say, they're not getting anything of value other than just not being annoyed anymore. Yeah. No. And so all those paying for skips and all that stuff, it's yeah. fucking, it's wild. And then 
you know, buying digital items and whatever, because you're not seeing it leave you, you don't yeah. have a, you don't lose a connection. You're only seeing or feeling you getting something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think that that's well dangerous whenever a transaction seems one-sided, but it's actually one-sided in the other direction. Yeah. Especially whenever it's intangible goods. Now, I, 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 I'm not going to sit here and be like, you know, stuck in the past. Oh, you know, digital goods, digital goods or anything. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, you know, like I still see value in some digital goods. I've spent money on digital games and I have no problem doing it. Yeah. But at the same time, you always have that notion in the back of your mind that like it's not actually mine. And at any point it could just go away. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, definitely. So, anyways, hope I, I that's hope, hope I answered your question, Joe. It was quite a long answer from us both, but uh, there you go. So, our next and final point brings us to topic of the show, um, and it's a question that I felt was a very good question, and uh, I thought it's going to bleed in nicely because we touched last week on how we don't talk about Nintendo enough. So this week's topic is regarding nintendo and the question is from the giver of the pizza tonight so maybe he was trying to influence me to be on his side so i'll be interested to hear your take on this one so it was a question left on us from ross on youtube so again you can contact us on the youtube one upcast channel as well kind of give us a wee subscribe as well but great so ross 101 writes in and says the following Good day, Northern Ireland's version of Colin and Greg. Do you hey. know who they are, by the way? Yeah. No, uh, popular online talkie people. Yes, they are. Uh, I have a go. question for you to debate. Do you think Nintendo get a pass from the games industry? This is something I have long debated that I think that rightly or wrongly, Nintendo are held to a different standard than Sony or Microsoft and get a pass on a lot of things. Sales aside, which Nintendo don't have to worry about, from a gaming point of view, the Switch is so far behind the competitors and is only really a Nintendo first-party machine. I've heard you talking about The Witcher 3 on Switch and how impressed you were that it ran on the console, but if it, but if it, but if it barely ran on a potato, I wouldn't want the, that experience. Another example is the first-party games. Zelda Breath of the Wild had a bare-bones story. Some would say no story at all and it was scored 10 out of 10 in most outlets. However, if a game, for example, like Horizon Zero Dawn on PS4, critics would mark it down for for weak plot points and story. I'm not a Nintendo hater by any means, but I think it's clear as day they get a pass in a lot of areas. Keep up the good work on podcasts. It's my number one go-to every Friday. Yes. So, what do you think? Or do you want right. me to jump on while you... Uh, you jump on first. I went first the last time. You jump on first this time. So, too. Ross has... Lo- now, he mentions here he's long debated this point. He's long debated this point with me over the years. I know Ross a very, very long time. I think I actually know him longer than you, believe it or not. Um, you go. Yeah, I've known him since the dawn of the Wii. So, when did we meet? Right, no, I, I know, we, we met... Uh, we? We met... We? Hey, well, we met just after the Wii. We met when the Wii U was being talked about and just about to come out. Because you so, got one. He, he, says he, he, he says here, Nintendo first party machine. So he thinks it gets a pass. But I think what he really means is that their big IPs get a pass. So the likes of Mario and Zelda. 
because their last two exclusives this week alone, No More Heroes Free and WarioWare, have scored quite poorly on Metacritic. They're both sitting about 60 each. So you could use that as an argument saying you're wrong. But I think what has a gripe on it is that he says Zelda Breath of the Wild has a bare bone story. It does have a bare bone story. However, Zelda's rated tens. Now, he's going to disagree with me, regardless. Um, Zelda is rated tens because it reinvented the entire franchise. Any open world game released within the past seven to ten years, not even seven to ten years, past five years, sorry, since Breath of the Wild has been released, has taken elements, if not more. You look at Horizon Forbidden West, one of the big features is the paraglider down. That was like one of the first things shown. Uh, there's so many future uh, open worlds. They basically, that is the new template uh, for open world. They changed the open world landscape because open layer worlds before then was go from point A to point B, where literally in Breath of the Wild, I always remember uh, Todd Howard saying, oh, in the Skyrim trailer, oh, did you see that mountain far away? You can literally go there technically isn't true but technically is where in breath of the wild if there's a mountain front of you you can just climb it or you can use physics to climb it or you can f- use you can freeze something and then you know yeah, people are still finding air. new ways of doing things uh, the it, fact yeah. that people are still playing it now and still discovering things and challenges always remember doing this one challenge where i don't know have did you complete breath of the wild oh every single part of it there's one challenge room where a ball dropped down and you had to use a controller, like the six-axis motion, to tilt the ball through the maze. Aye. And I remember doing it for about over an hour. And then I discovered, you know, just before then, I couldn't do it. I flipped, I turned the controller upside down and the platform turned upside down. It was just flat, so I could just roll the ball off instantly. Aye, and I just skipped and, that whole bit. And you yeah, felt, so things were you felt like you discovered being, something. So if you were going into that game looking for like in a last of us experience or you know you weren't going to get that it's the discovering it's almost like it's like sea of thieves people sea of thieves is so popular i mean we made a joke there two three weeks ago about how to reverse a boat the context of that we never explained we had an absolute fucking nightmare trying to drive a boat and we got stuck for about 20 minutes and we laughed and giggled and we had an adventure and we created our own story within the story and this is where like so destiny 2 is still going because people are creating their own moments so that's what that was happening in breath of the wild if you're going on run they run from point a to point b looking for this cinematic experience you were never going to get that You, you you just weren't and that's why breath of the wild is a 10. Breath of the Wild is the best Zelda. It's my favorite Zelda is Ocarina of Time because I have that nostalgic attachment and for its time it was a technological leap from the 2D pain. So what Ocarina did for the 2D Zelda, Breath of the Wild has now done for the 3D Zelda. It has evolved the franchise and it's reinvented itself and people like (laughs) I'm going to strangely attach this to wrestling where people are constantly giving Chris Jericho as Jews because he's constantly reinventing himself. This is why, this is what Zelda has exactly done. It has reinvented itself. It's refreshing itself. So when Breath of the Wild series comes out, you know it's going to be more of the same. It's the exact same thing with God of War. I touched on on the start of the episode. God of War became stale 
it was hacky slashy for a person per square and then they changed it they evolved it and it, that was a 10 as well so and then i'll go on to mario so i remember ross and a few other people technically gripe that mario automatically got a 10 i put probably about 100 hours on the mario odyssey and i didn't collect all the moons however i'll just ask this question and somebody's going to have that answer for me but i challenge i'm going to tell you now if you have it if you don't have an answer for me it's because i'm right and you're wrong and you're going to have to accept it mario odyssey is a 10 because it's the best plat- 3d platformer out there Simple yep. as that. I even said yeah. I even said at the time somebody asked me they were like so uh people are saying that it's like the successor to like Mario 64 like would you say that and I'd be like no I'd say it's better yeah like, no, me, it, it was a sequel officially to, or like unofficially to Mario 64 but it's the best Mario game yeah. hands down and like Mario 3 is probably the most uh, oh it's my heart Mario 64 my heart they announced that Lego mm. Mario 64 today I mean there's, oh yeah, you tweeted me straight away about oh, it. You were, you were I, over I the moon. Island. But the reason why, again, and I think this is, and I don't think this is uh, publishers or press giving it a pass. I think it's they're acknowledging what it's doing for the industry. They're moving the industry forward. Um, because because again, like if it was just a stale, same old stick, it wouldn't get the scores that it was. Because look at the Wii U scores. Look at the Wii U. It wasn't getting the praise then. It was like a so, dirty word. Nintendo was a dirty word. So well, one of the things that I find right, and again, I'll, I'll I'm going to half agree and half disagree. Nintendo gets a lot of. They've sort of created a prison for themselves at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Because whenever Nintendo brings out something, it's you know people you know you know yourself if Nintendo now let's say tomorrow Nintendo we're going to do the biggest like the biggest swerve ever and they'll be like oh we're going to bring out the new, a new console brand new console yeah. mm-hmm. all right uh what's the first thing people are going to be asking for 4k where's where well not well not in terms of specs but like in terms of games where's, oh, where's zelda where's, where's mario, mario? Yeah. where's metroid where's yeah. mario kart yeah. where's blah, blah blah so they have to do the greatest hits yeah. they have to because imagine if they brought it i mean sure look at uh what what was it the the wii u and it doesn't really have any kind of like impressive, you know, big yeah. Mario title. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it, I, Mario 3D Land was good. You know, it was mm-hmm. all right, but it wasn't like, it didn't set the world on fire. Mm-hmm. It got a Wind Waker remake and we'd already played Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. Um, it got a Twilight Princess remake. We'd already played Twilight Princess. So it doesn't have its own Zelda game. Am I right? Yeah, correct. Uh, it, uh, it, doesn't, uh, it doesn't have an original Zelda game? Uh, no, I don't think it, no, it doesn't. No, you're correct. No, well, it had, it, had, Breath, it had Breath of the Wild. Or had Breath of the Wild, but then it was also a Switch. Yeah. No game is also, so it doesn't have its own. I suppose the Switch doesn't have its own now either. But tell, you, you know what I mean. Tell me this, actually. You purchased right. Breath of the Wild on the Wii U, remember? Oh, did I? Is this, that must be worth a pretty penny. Actually, it, it was for a while, and then it dropped back down. I haven't even oh, looked no. again. But I, I mean, I thought it would have been as well. The modern community loved it because there already was a Wii U emulator out there, so everybody was just modding Breath of the Wild from day one. Right. Okay. So I, I'm uh, Sorry. I know. No, it's not scram. So what I'm, what I'm, what I mean is, is that if you look at Nintendo, they've created a present for themselves where they have to do the greatest hits. Yeah. So 
in doing so, they're constrained a lot and they have to work within those constraints, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at the Wii U, whenever they tried to break all of those constraints, the whole thing fell on its ass. And you could go on, we could talk all day, we could do a whole fucking podcast series about the Wii U, yeah. uh, you know, about how it fell apart. And it did. And so Nintendo didn't really get a pass there. You know, it, it, they, they, the Wii U was a laughing stock. The console was a laughing stock. Nobody bought the games. You know, they yeah. re-released them on the Switch because they were like, "Well, we've made these fucking games and nobody played them, so we may as well get something out of them." Uh huh. And you know, it kept Switch users happy that they were getting tons of Mario and Zelda games or whatever. But the thing is, as you were saying, like these games, for me anyway, and this is just my take on them. So games, I'm trying not to go too fucking mad on that either, but games are their own medium all right if games try to be books they'll never do as well because we already have books if games try to be movies it's never going to be as good because we've already got movies do you know what i mean yeah but if a movie tries to be a video game it won't work because we already have games does that make sense like each thing has its own strengths Mm -hmm. now if if you follow me train of thought here it means that the things that make books books and the things that make movies movies are allowed to come secondary in games to the gameplay because that's what makes games games. Mm-hmm. So if you look at Breath of the Wild, all right, and you break that story down and the, its key constituent components, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And no spoilers, but I'm sure nobody will complain to me about spoilers here. Link, save Zelda, Ganon bad yeah all right it's been the same for fucking 30 years link save zelda ganon bad mario save peach bowser bad it's been the same thing bowser steal peach oh no he goes to somewhere he thinks is is, no he goes to some lair that's created that's fucking made of lava and castles and mario goes and collects items that somehow indescriptly lead him to Bowser and saves Peach. It's been the same since day one. Mm-hmm. Now, if I was to turn around to you and give you the same story for 30 years, do you think you could deliver 10 out of 10s every nope. time? Nope. Do you, it, it's fucking impossible. Yeah. Unless you focus on the gameplay and improve the gameplay. And yeah. that's why. So whenever games come out that's like, oh, look at this game. It's a big cinematic experience. Well, you're not yeah. focusing on the strength of video games. You're trying yeah. to be a movie. Yeah. And so in doing so, you're tying one hand behind your back. Yeah. Like there was a game that's getting praised recently. And it's not even an Nintendo. It might be a Nintendo game. Who knows? And it's a game where you're playing through the eyes of someone who's blind. I know that sounds like a wild like oxymoron statement. But like the game is like all white. But right. whenever you hear sounds, the objects that are making the sounds or reflecting the sounds become visible until the sound goes away. Right. So you're like navigating the world like using sound, but the sound is expressed visually on screen because it's obviously a visual medium and we can, you know, we can view it visually. Yeah. Like, imagine trying to make a movie of that. It yeah. wouldn't work. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? you have to make a game of that and that's yeah. where games will shine so whenever you have games like breath of the wild that's like look we're giving you fun stuff to do we've given you a fun environment in which they do it we've given you fun things they explore in those environment in this environment using the tools we've given you yeah and you're not con- and you're not constrained except by literally the boundary of the world yeah i d- don't mean this to sound controversial but it doesn't need a story 
It doesn't. The no. story is just the story is just something they put on the back of the box. I mean, I mean, uh, Ross criticizes Zelda there for a story, but Zelda's never really had a story. I mean, it's always so been it's been be the like, same for thirty years. Yeah, it's like here's Triforce Triangle, Ganon's took one. You, you, you and Zelda have one each. Um, I, right, I, I remember I, being I, super I, I find... proud of myself. Oh, all right. right. I remember being super proud of myself one time, right? I came up with a, a like a fan theory for a Zelda game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that will be the coolest Zelda game I've ever played, all right? I'll even indulge myself and I'll tell you, all right? So there was an April Fool's joke one time. And it was uh, by Nintendo. And it was it was uh, back whenever they used to do April Fool's jokes. And it was wee drawings of like concept art for a Zelda game set in the future, all right? Yeah. And the whole idea was that you were on a motorcycle and a motorcycle was called was uh, was called Epona. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. the fucking horse. Yes. And it was in the future, but like Ganon had come back. Because you know why the whole story is about rebirth? It's like mm-hmm. Zelda's reborn yeah. every time Link's born. And they're, they're destined to fight throughout eternity. Yeah. And so the whole thing that I was thinking was, wouldn't it be cool if, you know, in the future, if it wasn't the Hero of Time, if the Hero of Time never showed up, yeah. but the other two did? Yeah. Kind of like the, kind of like the, you know, like an awkward in a time whenever like Link's away for seven years growing up. Yeah. And then Ganon takes over everything. Yeah. Imagine that. But imagine it was just a regular person that was just like, well, fuck it. Like I need to save the world. Like nobody yeah. else is going to do it. He lives in like the slums. He's like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. So yeah. he decides to lift the sword and go nuts and away he goes. All right. And he's like, I'm going to fucking defeat Ganon. And Zelda's like, well, you're not the hero of time, but he's not here. So I kind of got to help you. Yeah. And they go from there and then they get to Ganon or, and Ganon corrupts him, right? Because he's a human. He's not part of the Triforce. He could be corrupted. Yeah. So, and, now, and we've already explored the fact that there's different timelines in Zelda, all right? Yeah. So imagine if like Ganon could corrupt like a person who was like pretending to be the hero of time, essentially. Yeah. And trained them up and sent them through different timelines. They try yeah. and kill all the other links. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? And then cool. you canonize that as being that's Dark Link, yeah, oh, showing up and oh, showing God. up in all the other games, yeah. trying to defeat Link from this mm-hmm. one Ganon, this one timeline. Mm-hmm. And then I was sitting thinking to myself afterwards, and I said this to Tash, and Tash was like, "Man, that sounds fucking amazing." And then Tash's friend is a massive Zelda fan as well. Yeah, and she, I told her, and she was like, "Man, that would be fucking class. That'd be so cool to tie like Dark Link and give him an origin story, blah blah." Yeah. And then I sat down and thought about it. Then after a while, and I was like, "Right, that's two big pops." For that story, yeah. dead proud of yeah. myself. Two big pops, yeah. and then I was like, "But that's not Nintendo." Yeah, it doesn't. Never, need it would that. never. It would never happen. It would never work. It's fun. It's fun for us to sit here and talk about it. Like, wouldn't yeah. it be cool if that happened? You're like, "Oh man, that'd be class," but it wouldn't do anything. It wouldn't fit in the Zelda universe. Link save Zelda, Ganon bad. That's yeah. all you need. And 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 from there they go right. Let's make a game. Let's go nuts. We'll give you more tools. Blah blah. Now Breath of the Wild two. I'm just expecting more of the same, which yeah. is fine because there's an audience for it. Yeah. I, I think it's going to... Th- see, this is the thing now where I'll agree with me, but it's going to get 10 out of 10 because of the name of the game. And if you're an online publication, you're going to want to do one of two things. You're either going to want to agree with everybody else so that you don't seem like the odd man out, or you're going to disagree with everybody and score it way down yeah. so that you can be the contrarian so that everybody clicks on your website. It's kind of yes. like when if you go and see somebody's like eBay feedback, you don't read the positive ones. You, yeah. you click on the negative ones. You read the bad stuff. You go to it's Amazon. You check our reviews. You search the bad ones. It's like Glassdoor. People only leave negative reviews on Glassdoor of employers. But Aye, I mean, nobody it, gets on the. You know what I mean? He, he's rich and, here. And even if they do, you don't read it. 
He's right here, sales aside, which Nintendo don't have to worry about from a gaming point of view. Um, but he, he seems to forget, um, like we're the Switch is what five years, like mm-hmm. before before Nintendo. Well, Nintendo made that much money in the Wii. They could probably go for an hour, two or three generations. But the Wii U was bleeding money. The Wii U was an embarrassment to them, and you know they weren't getting as much love or whatever. And they touch on your point. So maybe this be me. You're saying there, Zelda Breath of the Wild Two probably would get a ten because of what it's what it is. I actually disagree. I actually find right. more publishers would take pride in marking it down because, as you say, they'll get more clicks where. If it's just a random 10 out of 10, people will just roll their eyes now because it's Zelda, it's going to get a 10. I think that people do have that mindset. But, he, I mean, and he touched on it on his question as well. It's a, a Nintendo first-party machine. But people, and I think I've mentioned it last week, if there's a new Switch, let's just say a Nintendo Switch 2 in three years' time, you're you're going to, you're going to buy it for the Nintendo first parties because the if Nintendo were doing that Call of Duty effect where they just turn out Call of Duty year after year after year you wouldn't buy it you wouldn't be interested but it's because they're constantly changing it and constantly evolving it I mean I'll give you a prime example we touched on remasters there at the start of the show and how it all comfort food and comfort gaming and how I want to play Uncharted 4 again on my PS5 4K60 because I know it's going to be good or I want to play Death Strand again Nintendo could have Smash Bros. Ultimate. They could have Smash Bros. in the Wii U. They could have just ported that over, like they did with Mario Kart 8. And yeah, people would have got it. People would have been happy. But the fact that they meant a brand new game from the ground up, brand new mechanics, brand more frame data, a brand new roster, so much content that was absolutely ridiculous. How big it was, and. You know, it's now like the evil fighting game. Like it's the game everybody goes to at evil now. And the fact that they've expanded on that, the fact that they could have just ported one wicker, or the fact they could have ported another Zelda game, but they didn't. Yeah. My point is, is that not only have they brought out fresh content, fresh, they have genre-defining games in their first year, though Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild. They released those two games, and in the top 100 games of all time, them two games are in the top 10. That's Did how you good know that they are. Breath of the Wild had an attach rate of over 100%. More that, people bought Breath of the Wild for Switch than bought Switches, because when the Switch was out of stock, people bought the game anyway. But that, and that goes to show you, I mean, the numbers don't lie. I mean, I know... Some people play Breath of the Wild and so oh, I don't like it because the story was shite. That's like saying, oh, I, I got Last of Us, but the the, the the shit was shite. Like you're buying these games for two separate different experiences. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he is writing what he's saying where, you know, like Horizon, if it had a shite story, it would have been marked down. Aye. However... That's because it's a new IP and it needs to establish itself. So if they brought out a wonky game with wonky mechanics and a wonky story, it's not going to get any later today because it's not established. And, yeah, and am I right in saying that's a story game? Yes. Well, it's no, got a well, story? It's an open world uh, female protagonist discovering herself, you know, kind of like 
kind of like a Lara Croft, you know, kind of story arc where she's becoming Aye. the Tomb Raider, where she's becoming, yeah, you know, this. Would know would that fit? Would that fit as a Zelda game? Yes, it would. It would. Um, it's they're they're both. So. It would, it would work because it was open world. Um, it it the problem with Horizon. Hor- Horizon was a fucking fantastic game. It borrowed a lot of mechanics from a lot of other games. So climbing yeah. and you know shooting and you know bow combat, melee combat and stuff. Where, and it took all the best things from. There was nothing about that game. It's definitely to me Horizon is a ten. Is a better than Zelda. Breath of the Wild, no, it's not. Aye, not all ten, not all tens are equal. It's just that our scale runs out of ten. Ex- ex- exactly. So here's my thoughts just on it, just to kind of close it out a wee bit, right? Because you're talking about Smash Bros. There, just to go back. So I'm in a bit of a unique position. I've mm-hmm. never played it. All right, mm-hmm. I've played Smash Bros. But I've never played Smash Bros. Ultimate. And mm-hmm. and I had an epiphany when you were talking about it, right? You're talking about all the new stuff that was added on, the extra yeah. work from your perspective. It's a totally different game. It gave mm-hmm. you more of what you wanted. It took away bad things, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. From the outside, someone who's never played it before, yeah, it looks like Smash Bros. All right? And I, kn- yeah. I know that that probably doesn't carry a while out of weight. You're probably like, well, of course it does because it's fucking Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. But for me, it looks like just Smash Bros. And because of that, Nintendo will use of it. It uses comfort games uh, just to tie it back on so mm-hmm. fucking beautifully. Nintendo sell you new comfort games. Yeah, they take games that are your comfort games. Oh, I used to love Zelda back, and I love Mario. Oh, I loved uh, Smash Bros. Oh, I, I, they were all class. I'll, I'll jump on because mm-hmm. they take new gameplay and wrap it in a comfort game. And then you're more comfortable to take that experience and jump on and give it a go. But from the outside, if it's not your comfort game or you've never had that experience, it all looks the same. Which yeah. is why I can see why some people would look and go, oh, fuck, oh, another Mario game gets a 10. You no, know, run, jump, yeah. wahoo. Yeah. You know, we've all done it. Like, But for somebody that, like me, like say I, I looked at Mario Odyssey, I had them feelings and nostalgia of running back comfort games. I play Mario 64 more than I've had fucking dinners. Do you know what I mean? But it, it gave me that same feeling. But it was a new game. And whenever something can bring you in with the expectation of your comfort game, but give you a new experience, yeah, and one that you enjoy sometimes better than the original experience, I think that's why they get tens. It's a whole different art that they're trying to do, which is why that everybody always says, you know, Asher Nintendo, it's they're not even competing. Yeah. Because they're not. And you even see now PC gamers, the hardest people on the planet to please will still go and buy Nintendo consoles. Yeah. For the most part. Oh, I I play on PC. I've got a Switch as well, but like I play on PC. Yeah. Many times you hear that. And yeah. then they complain about, not complain, sorry, that's the wrong word. But they, they, they compare then. They'd be like, oh, I wouldn't get an Xbox. Try to play PC. I wouldn't get a PlayStation. Try to get it. All the games are coming out on PC now anyway. But yeah. yet you'll still buy a Switch and you'll enjoy a Switch because it's just a whole different thing. So I well, uh, that's that's my like I have to, I do half agree and I do half disagree. I just I think it's I think when it comes to Nintendo, it's more nuanced because of the way that they're making their games and yeah. the way that they're displayed. Whereas they, other they games they definitely are coming beat out to their like, own drum. They definitely do. Aye. Um, I will end on this point. And yes. This is my point, and we'll call it a, a good night then because it's twelve thirty at night. Don't say we don't love you guys. Um, here's a question. For everyone who agrees with Ross, and you answer yourself this question honestly, 
let's just say you don't have a Switch now because you're all hit Nintendo. Same game every time. Let's just say next week they announce Mario Kart 9. Right. You tell me now that you wouldn't be interested to give that a go. Pick up a Switch. New Mario Kart, new experience. And let, let me go one step further and ask another question. All right. Let's say, because this one was actually within the realm of possibility at one stage. Let's say Microsoft and Nintendo play really nice. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and uh, Nintendo, who have been releasing games on phones and all that stuff now yeah release let's just for example animal crossing on game pass Mm -hmm. on your on your console and Mm. on your pc with multiplayer support or mario kart right yeah with cross play and all that stuff would you play it would you buy it would you download it on game pass and play it if it's not on a nintendo console so like if you remove the console from the equation and just take the game on a different platform, do you think it would still be treated the same or do you think it would be treated differently? Because then I think we could sort of drill down and they where the idea of the free pass comes from. Yeah. Know what I mean? But I mean, it's definitely food for thought. And if we have to do a fucking Nintendo deep dive oh, every week, I have a feeling we haven't heard the end of this. So we'll leave it at that, folks. Please, please many thanks to Joe and many thanks to Ross for the questions this week. Again, guys, we'd love to get you on the Anchor app. We'd love to get your impressions via Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all the works, all the stick. Me at Ferryman5000 on Twitter and Hi Atomic YT. Cyan and I think that's. Me. I think that's us. I think that's us. Thanks very much, folks, and we'll see you next week. All right, folks. Bye-bye.